Inside Chicago Government. ShyGov.com. Welcome to another in a series of interviews with Ben Jarofsky. I'm Dave Glowetz. Ben Jarofsky writes on government and politics for the Chicago Reader. Sitting here on my right. I'm always on your right, politically speaking, anyway. Just doing a temperature check of the ideology. <laughs> yes. Here. For the moment, I am on your right, politically. All right. We'll find out as we proceed. Today, we're talking about your article that's titled, in the print edition of The Reader, Taxation by Obfuscation. Ah. And online, it has the word of your title, TIFFS, the tax bill you have to pay but never see. Favorite topics. Appears in the paper on December 13th, 2012. In this article, you describe activist Tom Tresser's effort around Civic Lab, an online analysis of tax increment financing in Chicago. And you describe in detail, again, mm-hmm. how tax increment financing is used in Chicago yeah. and how it causes an increase in property taxes. Correct. You write that Tresser's Civic Lab effort, which is a website, it'll reveal who wins and who loses in the tax increment financing scheme. What exactly will it show? Well, when they're finished, and this is apparently no easy task, they're going to do a ward-by-ward breakdown of TIF expenditures. And so they're apparently taking each TIP district and assigning it to a ward, which is doable. I know the city has this information. They just choose not to reveal it. So these citizens will be doing what the city should be doing, that is revealing you know, who gets what ward by ward with TIF dollars. And the uh, significance of this, day is that TIF is our economic development program. Presumably, it should be allocated in some kind of equitable fashion so that every neighborhood gets its fair share. But as you and I both know, the way the program is set up, it largely benefits the wealthiest communities, even though it's intended for the poorest communities. At the very least, if we're just going to use it as a general economic development tool, we should allocate it the same way, ward by ward, like we do what they call, what do they call those? The neighborhood improvement funds or whatever they are, you know, for sidewalks, et cetera. Each alderman gets, used to get a million dollars. I don't know what the allowance is now. I think it's slightly higher. Slightly higher. So it's so funny. It's typical Chicago. The, the itty-bitty neighborhood investment program is fairly allocated. And the huge, giant, big mama economic development program is, of course, weighed in favor of the wealthiest. And the, what Civic Lab is doing is different from what you and Mick Dumkey The great Mick Dumkey did in your article analyzing citywide TIP expenditures in that you compared wards to wards, correct? And Tresser's group is going to actually, within each ward, look at how it's distributed. Yes, they're going to go take it well beyond what we did. Thank you for remembering that story. It was a great one. We only did it for like, it was like a snapshot. It was very difficult to do. Presumably, once they set up their system, they can just update it every year. So they'll have the TIF districts accurately divided ward by ward. So that's just a matter of refreshing the analysis every year when the expenditures are made. Are they getting funding? I don't believe so. This is one of those Tommy Trotter. Do you know Tom Tresser, Green Party guy? I do. Ran for Cook County Board President. I voted for him. There you go. I am to your right, but in that one case. (laughs) It's not all black and white. It's sometimes green. Yes. In your article, you describe how the county clerk's website lets you put in the location, the property location, and it'll tell you exactly how the location's property taxes get allocated, just like the county's tax bill, except the website shows how much gets siphoned off to a tax increment financing district if the property is in one. This mechanism exists at the county. 
So why doesn't the county treasurer just retrofit the tax bills to include this calculation? Who's the roadblock? Okay, there's two answers to that question. The one is the on-the-record answer, and then, then there's the one, the off-the-record answer. We have to turn off the microphones? Yes, the turn off the one? microphones. <laughs> Don't listen to the off-the-record <laughs> question. It could change the way you view your government. The on-the-record explanation is that it's too difficult for computers to do. But this is happening in real time yeah, on the website. I know. It's self-contradiction. Who says that? Well, at various times, the folks at the clerk's office said it, or the treasurer's office said it. I've stopped calling these individual parties, you know. In 2006, this matter actually came to a public debate at the Cook County Board of Commissioners, and it remains, all these years later, one of my favorite public debates where the commissioners were facing a proposal by Mike Quigley. Former county commissioner, now congressman. That is correct, Senator. And they buried his proposal to put it on the property tax bills. And the most compelling argument of the day, as I recall, that seemed to have the most sway came from Commissioner Lawrence Sufferden, who said that it would just confuse taxpayers <laughs> for them to know the truth. I just love that quote. Is he to the right or left of me? I'm not sure anymore. No, he's definitely to the right of you. So the real reason is that the mayor of Chicago doesn't want the taxpayers to know how their money is being sent. Yeah, that's the off the record. Don't tell anybody. Your mayor doesn't care about you. Never has, never will. And we're talking about the previous and present mayor. Yes, they, a sentiment they share. So anyway, that's the real reason. Of course, it could be on a property tax bill if the powers that be wanted it to. They don't want it to be because this is a scam and they're getting away with it. It's fraud. It's actual fraud. It's funny because, Dave, I know you've been a loyal reader to all these TIFF stories all the years, and I'm sure at a certain point you could recite this whole thing. But it seems like every time I write one of these articles, I get an email from some outraged reader who's discovering it for the first time. And how come you didn't go into more details the latest? I <laughs> more detail about tips. <laughs> oh, my God. Listeners, so. you can click on the TIFF tag at the description of any of our podcasts, and you'll get a listing of all of our interviews having to do with tax or income and financing. Yeah, that is correct. It's very well done. There's many, many, many of them. I'm sure I will write about this again. I had no plans to write about it, but Tom Tresser, who's a very aggressive promoter, sent me many, many emails telling me about their online petition and their efforts to bring greater public awareness to this issue. So I said, okay, I'll write about that it. That was the guy hiding under your porch when I left last week, wasn't it? <laughs> Tommy, yeah. You also write that Tresser is, quote, organizing an online petition to force lawmakers, end quote, to address the inaccurate tax bills. What exactly does the petition seek? It's demanding that the county and the city put this information on the tax bill. It's actually a very interesting thing. I mean, there's two points. If you want to, you right now take your PIN number, if you live in a TIF district, and you could see how much of your tax bill is diverted to the TIFs as opposed to what your tax bill tells you. So the tax bill lies. The official statement you get says X amount, $10 goes to the Board of Ed. Uh, and then when you look at the county clerk website, you see that only $5 went to the Board of Ed and the rest of it went to the TIF or whatever the numbers are. But there's also the TIF impact for people who don't live in TIF districts. So for instance, I do not live in a TIF district, and yet I pay more in taxes to compensate for the money that is being raked away from the Board of Education in TIF districts. So a tax bill should also tell me how much I'm paying. And this is where the complexity comes in. There's a subtlety, isn't this, it? Yeah, but how much am I paying extra 
in taxes to compensate for the amount of money, at the example I use, Mayor Daly's former townhouse, which is currently owned by his daughter, how much her tax bill is not going to the schools. So if, if a portion of her tax bill is going to the local TIF, I must pay more in property taxes to compensate for that. Witness the fact that the Board of Education raised its take on property taxes to its maximum in the last budget. Yes. Every year, or almost every year, the Board of Ed raises its, what they call the levy, the amount of money it's going to spend in property taxes, and they're spending more. They have to consume more to compensate for the money they're not getting from these TIF districts. So every person in the city of Chicago pays more in property taxes because of the TIF program. So when you ask, why doesn't the county or the city have an accurate property tax bill, it's largely because they want to conceal this fact that TIF is itself a tax hike that happens every year, and they just don't want the public to know that. And at least some people do. (laughs) I think the loyal readers of this column have known this now for eight years, but, you know, every time I write it, there's a new reader, like this outraged fellow who sent me this email saying, I can't believe they're getting away with this. The education continues. (laughs) Thanks, Ben. Thank you, sir. We welcome your questions, comments, and suggestions. You can contact us via contact at shygov.com. That's C-H-I-G-O-V. You can like us at Facebook by searching for Inside Chicago Government. Follow us on Twitter. Our handle is C-H-I-G-O-V-T. If you'd like to subscribe to our podcast, you can do that at our website, shygov.com, or search for us on iTunes. Search for Inside Chicago Government or Ben Jarofsky. I'm Dave Glowatz. Thanks for listening.